Hi, this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show with various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guest. On today's show, I'm joined by Lindsay Ann Gold, podcasting and business coach. So welcome, Lindsay. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. Oh, it's really exciting to have you on board because to have a podcaster on a podcaster's show is just awesome. And you clearly <laughs> are the queen of podcasting. So you're a podcasting and business coach. So can you tell our listeners a bit more about that? Maybe expand on that a bit. Yeah, of course. So um, my background um, for over 20 years was um, in HR training and mentoring. Um, And I trained as a coach many, many years ago. And I moved over into podcasting probably about two and a half years ago now, three years ago. Um, And what I do is I help people to start and grow podcasts. Uh, And we also run a podcasting production company as well. So if people don't want to produce the shows themselves, we will produce it for them. So I mainly work with entrepreneurs, business owners, coaches, authors, um, people who who have wanted to speak over the past year, maybe not have been able to get on stages. Um, So, yeah, that's what I do. I love it. So when when was it you first got in? Did you say two and a half years ago? Yeah, just over two and a half years ago um, that I've been working as a podcast and business coach, but I was, I've been coaching for about 20 years. Wow. Um, so before that, yeah, I trained many years ago as a coach uh, whilst I was in HR. Um, so when I started my business, initially, I was working on mainly business coaching, helping yeah. people get out of their nine to five jobs, start afresh, because it's what I did. Um, so I was helping with that. And then I started my own podcast and I got inundated with questions all about podcasting. And because I loved it so much and I just sort of naturally fell in love with it. Yeah. Um, I started to help people sort of on the side whilst I was business coaching. Um, and then it got to the stage where about 50 percent of the queries I was getting was about helping them with their podcasting so when I got to that stage I decided to just go all in on podcasting and that was about two and a half years ago now. So do you find that the pandemic and obviously the lockdowns over the last 12 Mm -hmm. months podcasting has increased more people are kind of are kind of jumping on board and wanting to get involved? Yeah absolutely I must admit when we went into the lockdown I wondered how it would affect podcasting Um, but actually it's had a really positive effect. So many people are discovering podcasts. Um, Yeah, it's absolutely the year of audio this year. I mean, so many people are discovering podcasts for the first time, just listening to them for the first time. Yeah, And I think a lot of that is down to the fact that, you know, a lot of the mainstream media are getting behind podcasts now. So, you know, we've even got, you know, highly topical, but we've even got Harry and Meg um Megan even who've got their own podcast um you know Michelle Obama you know you've got some really big names that everybody knows um so people are sort of introduced to what a podcast is by all these big names getting into podcasting so yeah it's had a it's had a really big impact on the amount of people listening and the thing is as well it's inexpensive to take part in isn't it because all you really need is your device your laptop and a really good microphone pretty much yeah and the software, but and, and away you go. It's it's not really yeah. that hard, is it? It's not there's nope. not a lot of outlay initially, is there? No, there's not a lot. You don't have to spend a fortune on equipment to get started. Definitely not. 
Yeah. So I know you were saying you were inundated with questions about, you know, podcasting and how to start podcasting. Mm. For our listeners, for anybody who wants to, you know, get involved, what advice would you give to anyone, you know, who is thinking of starting a podcast? Maybe some basic, basic rules as such. Yeah, good question. Um, so before they start to to start to think about what microphone do they need and all that stuff, which is often one of the first questions I get, you know, what's the tech I need? Yeah. Um, so before you do all of that, I would ask yourself a couple of questions. One of them is, why am I doing this? You know, what is the purpose of my podcast? What do I want the outcome to be? You know, am I doing it to grow a business? Am I trying to grow my email list? Am I trying to set myself up as an expert? Have I got a book coming out next year and I want to grow an audience for the book? You know, think about the purpose of it. You're not going to do this and put the work in and all the time just for it to be something you do. You know, you want to be able to leverage it and use it in some way. Um, So once you know the purpose, it's figuring out who your ideal listeners are. Yeah. So who exactly do you want to listen to your podcast? Now, quite often, especially over the past year, a lot of people have been pivoting um, in their businesses or changing direction and and some of them have even gone from bricks and mortar businesses into online if this is you I always suggest starting a podcast for the business you want to have or the business you want to grow rather than the one you're in right now because it might not necessarily be the same thing so let's say you know for me you know let's say I was a consultant in HR but I wanted to have a coaching business I wouldn't be starting a HR podcast. I'd be starting a podcast about coaching, for example. Yeah. So start the podcast for the business you want to grow. Yeah. And then the next thing you need to be thinking about is what you actually want to talk about. So once you know who your listeners are, it's simpler to figure out what they want to hear from you. So, you know, what are the biggest pain points? What are the things they really need to learn right now? You know, what are the quick wins you can give them? So for me, it's all the background work that is the most important work you do before you start your podcast, because otherwise, you know, as you say, it's relatively simple to get a podcast out there. So you want to spend a bit of time beforehand making sure you're doing it the right way, because the last thing you want to do is start a podcast and have it launch into crickets. You know, you want you want lots of people listening. You want downloads. You want potentially to get into the charts. You want to grow an email list with it or grow your credibility. So it's worth doing the planning at the start before you actually pick up that microphone and hit record. Um, you know, from you know, from a technical point of view, as you say, you need a microphone, headphones, a laptop, um, and some software which you can get for free. Um, some of the best mics that I recommend, I don't know what you're using there, but um, it yeah, looks this is, um, like a Yeti. This is a, yeah, a condenser, a newer yeah. condenser mic. Brilliant. I mean, it's about yeah. 40 quid. Perfect. Great yeah. sound. It, it doesn't have to be expensive. <laughs> no. So you can get, you know, a really good sort of um, USB plug-in microphone for about that price. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And if you find that podcasting is absolutely for you and you want to, you know, improve on your equipment later on, then yeah, go for it. But you don't need that to get started with it at all. No. And what about markets that are drenched in certain mm-hmm. topics? Say someone's got a real love for say flower arranging and they're going to talk about that and talk about various flowers, but there's so mm-hmm. many other podcasts. What yeah. would you say to that person? So this is really interesting that we sort of word it that way. So did you know that there are actually less than 2 million podcasts globally? Well, I've never seen your email about that because, yeah, Yeah. so it's it's nothing really, is it? 
It's nothing. It said there's less than 2 million podcasts, but there are actually 32 and a half million YouTube channels. Wow. So podcasts aren't saturated by a long way. I think often when we're in the industry or perhaps we're coaches or, you know, we're, um, we're in the industry where we're seeing people start podcasts. It's easy for us to assume that there are so, so many of them, but actually there aren't. Um, Your question around, you know, whether something's saturated, it's a good thing for there to be other podcasts about your topic. It means there's a market for it. It means that people are interested. People are listening to them. So if you're starting a podcast that is a popular subject, I would try and niche it down as much as possible. So for the flower arranging one that you've just talked about, for example, it might be that you want to start a podcast about flowers, about flowers generally, but you might want to base it um, more on flowers in um, a residential home you know flowers you can grow from seed so yeah so think about how you can niche it down but even if you're talking about it in a fairly general way it's your way of talking about the subject that is going to keep people coming back for more but the more niche you can be the better with your topic and how often would you say to somebody new to podcasting that they should be doing an episode and posting it out for example I do one a week yeah. I'm not sure if that's not enough. Is it too much? Should it be fortnightly, monthly? Because you can be, you can hear too much of a good thing as well, can't you? Sometimes if it's daily or several times a week, mm-hmm. it can be a little overkill, but it could depend on the subject, I guess. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is about, it, it depends on the topic. So yeah. I wouldn't do less than once a week, definitely not. Um, and absolutely start with once a week. The more episodes you release, obviously, the more downloads you're going to get. So if you did a daily show, you're going to get more downloads. It's, you know, just simple math, really. But um, it depends whether your content lends itself to doing something daily. You know, if you have an interview show where you always do interviews, you're probably not going to want to do five interviews a week. But there's nothing to stop you from doing, say, an interview show on a Monday and then maybe a five or 10 minute episode later in the week, for example, that's just you as a solo, uh, a solo episode where you're teaching something, for example. So you don't have to stick to the same format for each show. For example, you can do different types of format, but for people starting out, absolutely. Once a week, um, don't sort of push yourself to do more than that. You want to get comfortable with what you've said you're going to do and stick to that and be consistent. Yeah. One thing I found when I very first started doing podcasting, well, I was into, I did radio presenting first and then moved into podcasting and I hated the sound of my own voice. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I thought I sounded common. I had a lisp. I was too Northern. I was so critical. And it's funny, but now that when I listen to myself, I think it's, it's not too bad. I'm accepting it. So what do you find are the biggest obstacles that people come across? to prevent them yeah, or that, the, you know, the, the procrastinating kind of thing. Yeah, that is, that is a big one, actually, voice. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, you know, I, I work with both men and women and I never get that from men. It's so no, funny, it's funny, isn't, isn't it? it? We're so critical. Yeah, recording this, aren't we, just a few days after International Women's <laughs> Day. And I talked yeah. about this on um, a clubhouse room, actually, the other day, sort of saying that, the questions I get from men versus the questions I get from women, they're so different. Like men will come to me and say, how do I get to the top of the charts where a woman might come to me and say, how do I stop feeling self-conscious about my voice? Yeah. So there's a yeah. big difference. And um, there's nothing you can do about we, it. You want to get one yeah. voice. 
<laughs> exactly but all voices are great for podcasting yeah. accents are great you know we don't yeah. all want to be speaking the queen's english it's going to be a bit flipping boring isn't it <laughs> you know and i'm a northern girl too so absolutely you don't you don't have to put a voice on you don't have to be something you're not just speak naturally yeah. yeah um because that's more interesting but you know picking up on the the male female thing i think we as women need to start channeling guys a little bit and you know, they will start something and do something without having all their ducks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas women, we, we tend to want everything perfect before perfect. we get started. I know. And so, and so that is one of the biggest obstacles I get people who want everything perfect before they start, they judge themselves. They think people are going to laugh at them. They worry about their voices. They worry about being consistent. They worry about time. Whereas all that time they've spent worrying about all those things, they could have actually started it. Yeah, and quite yeah. often, quite often, it, all it just comes down to is that fear and that lack of self-confidence, which I totally get. But yeah. all the fears that you've got in your mind really are not as big as you think they are. Um, you know, and if it, you're worrying about tech, yeah, you know, it's it's a learned skill, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what I found is that when people say listen to your podcast and I'm concerned that oh maybe there was an interruption on there or something's going on in the background people don't hear it they're just listening to the content so yeah, I could spend hours editing something and it's a waste of time you should just let it I should let it flow a bit easier yeah I mean sound quality is important on a podcast because you've only got the sound yeah you don't have a you know you don't have a video to back it up although some are video podcasts but generally podcasts are just audio so sound is important but you're quite right. You know, I've seen people who will edit out every um, every yeah, uh, every sigh, every phone, every tiny in. pause. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter. I, th I think people are, I think people resonate more with real conversations, yeah, just exactly. real people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about your fabulous courses that you're running at the mm -hmm. moment as well. So you've got the you, a podcast interviewing course, uh, start your podcast today. Let's talk about some of those. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I don't know when this one is going to air, but I run regular um, Start Your Podcast days. And I started doing them online since the pandemic. I used to do these in person, um, but they're brilliant online. They work so well. So it's literally called Start Your Podcast um, in a day, essentially. Um, so what we do is we go through everything you need to learn to get your podcast started. So by the end of the day, you know exactly what you need to do. You get support afterwards for 30 days in a Facebook group. If you need additional support, it's there for you. And you get a one-to-one -one call with me as well. So the next one is running on the 18th of March, uh, but I run them fairly regularly. I probably yeah. run about five or six a year. Um, so if you're interested in something like that, you know, I can, I'll send you the link so you can pop it in the show notes perhaps, but it's just on my website, lindsayann.com. You can go over there and check them out. And yeah, I do all sorts of courses. I've got an interview course as well, which is, you know, for people who are already, who already have a podcast, um, and they want to, you know, get their interviewing skills, um, up to scratch. You're doing a great job by the way. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I also run a six week group program, but I just do that once a year now. That's just started. I've just welcomed um, a whole load of new students onto that as oh, well. How exciting. So You're also fun. recruiting, aren't you, Lindsay, as well? <laughs> I am. Tell us about yeah, this. Where I was thinking, oh, she's recruiting. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're expanding the team. Um, so, I have two businesses, essentially. So one side is the education side. So the courses, the programs, 
um, the coaching, all that side. And then the other side um, is another business um, and it's a podcast production agency. So we create podcasts for other people. So all they have to do is speak into a microphone and then send us the recording and we do everything else. So, you know, we create all the social posts, transcriptions, we edit, we upload it, we do everything. So we're we're scaling that side of the business, um, the agency. So yeah, I've been, um, yeah, sifting CVs all week, to be honest. Um, We're hiring a couple of editors and we're hiring a podcast um, project coordinator as well to help us um as we increase the amount of clients that we've got we want to make sure everything stays really slick um and happens on time so yeah I'm uh, yeah <laughs> I'm interviewing <laughs> yeah it's been busy but it's really exciting it's fun I mean you know two and a half three years ago I didn't think that I would have this sort of business and no. it, it's been incredible I love it yeah somebody so anyone said to me even 12 months ago 18, 18 mm-hmm. months ago that you'd have two podcasts one of which is doing really well I've been thinking what I'm not that techie I don't yeah. know what I'm doing but it's amazing yeah. what what can happen um mm-hmm. so, so also talking of that let's talk about your podcast for business awards was it the first yeah. time that was launched um for 2021 it was yeah it was oh it was such a fun project it was brilliant so I really enjoyed I- it I loved it. It was just such fun. So I wanted to run this obviously in person. I wanted this to be an awards ceremony. And then in obviously March last year, when the whole world went to pot. Can't believe um, it's a year ago. Can you? I know. It's crazy. It's actually my daughter's birthday on the 25th of this month. And we went into lockdown the day before last year. So I'll always remember it because she was so gutted. She couldn't do anything on a birthday. No, I know. Um, So same this year as well pretty much yeah. um but um yeah the awards we were going to do them in person then when we went into the pandemic I thought oh, this isn't going to happen so I put it off for quite a while and then I thought you know what I'm just going to do this yeah um and we did it online and it was received so so well yeah. I really wanted for the awards to be for indie podcasters essentially people like you and I yeah who are doing a lot of the work ourselves um you know who understand that feeling of you know, getting your podcast ready the night before it goes live and the struggle around that and managing family and all that stuff. And because a lot of the awards, they focus on the big podcast with a lot of funding and production teams and all sorts, and which is great. And they're fantastic. But I wanted to do something for people like us who are doing this ourselves. So that's (laughs) what we did. So the Podcasting for Business Awards, um, we're running it now annually. Hopefully next year it'll be in person. So they open it up in person, wouldn't it? It'd be really good to have a big party. Yeah, it It will. It really will. It really will. Uh, I mean, I was all dressed up. I had a dress on, but I had my slippers on underneath. So... (laughs) That was the nice that, thing. Actually. Yes, I had I had some champagne. I had my hair done. Well, I did my hair myself, put my makeup on. And then you do feel yeah. like you're kind of, you know, there you do. attending, don't you? I think it's one of the things I'm not going to do after we finish this lockdown. I'm probably not ever going to wear heels again, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we put ourselves through it. Why do we? Why do we? So let's <laughs> talk about uh, Clubhouse as well. That's one thing I wanted mm. to mention. It's something yeah. I'm a bit confused about. I've not jumped on board yet. I don't know what to do. Mm. So tell us all about your Clubhouse, if that's the right thing to ask. I don't know. Yeah, I know <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, it, it's pretty new, isn't it? Not everyone's yeah. on there yet. So 
it's just for iPhone, iOS users at the moment. So it's not available for Android, although it is coming. It, yeah, it, it is coming. So it's great. It's basically uh, the way I can describe it is it's sort of the only audio only social media. OK, so so you it's basically a huge chat room. <laughs> So it's not um, it's not recorded. You can't re-listen to conversations or anything like that. But if you imagine it as like a big conference center and you're walking along the corridor and there's doors all along the corridor with um, with titles outside of each room. Yeah. And you can go into those rooms and have a conversation about whatever it is they're talking about. And there's people on stage and there's people in the audience that's clubhouse so the the people on stage um, are speakers they're up there talking about a topic you in the audience can put your hand up and come on stage and talk and ask a question and offer your perspective and it's really fun um there's about there's about two million people on there right now so it's not massive yet but it's enough yeah um and there's rooms on anything you can imagine right now it's it's really good fun I'm enjoying it it's one of those things where I keep hearing snippets about Clubhouse, but I'm afraid of it. You know, when I'm at, I'm at that stage where I'm afraid of it. I don't know what to do oh, with it. Don't be to afraid get of it. <laughs> just go in. The best thing to do is just to go in and just listen to some conversations. Just go in um, and listen. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Um, and then when you feel brave enough, put your hand up and, and go and speak. It's a Ooh. great way to connect with people. And as yeah, podcasters, yeah. It's a great way to find guests yeah, for your show yeah. as well. I must look into that. I must look into that. Yeah. So before we go, I know we're running out of time. What do you do in your spare time, if you have any? Because I know you're a really busy <laughs> bee, a real busy bee. Great question. Yeah, so I've got two daughters. One's 15, one's 20. I'm busy with them. I've got a house full of pets. It's like uh-huh. a zoo here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really is. Uh, my husband's a teacher, physics teacher. Oh, so um, he's back and- in school, is he now then? Probably back, back in school, yeah. He's back physically in school. He's been live streaming throughout the whole thing. So yeah, it, it's been a bit strange um, being back on my own at home again. Yeah, <laughs> he's been here all the time live streaming. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in my spare time, I love reading. I love crafts. I love traveling. Of course, we've not been able to do a heck of a lot of that recently, but um, I love going down to Cornwall. It's pretty much my spiritual home down there. Yeah. I think I feel, have you ever been to one of those places where when you go there, you just feel that it's yeah. where you're meant yeah, to live? Well, off, that's, that's Cornwall for me. Yeah. We've planned three trips there this year already. <laughs> so haven't you got a camper van called Daisy? We did have a camper a camper van called Daisy. We don't have her anymore. Oh. Um, she got very old, and unfortunately, we had to we had to say goodbye to her. Um, oh. Yeah, she wasn't doing very well. Oh, she <laughs> so yeah, third, she was called Daisy. You were the third person this month that I've met. In fact, probably over the last couple of weeks, who've got a camper yeah. van called Daisy. It must be a, oh. a popular name. Well, we didn't name her. When we got her, she was already called Daisy. Um, So we had to keep the name. But yeah, she was fabulous. We used to go down to Cornwall a lot in her and, you know, camping and days out and so on. But yeah, it's really good fun having a camper van. Expensive. Yeah. Because you're constantly repairing them. (laughs) But it's great fun. It's great fun. Ah. Oh, well, Lindsay, it's been smashing, really lovely talking to you today. So for our listeners, if they want to take part in any of your courses, how can they get in touch with you? 
Yeah, thank you. Um, so I guess the best place to sort of get some initial support and advice would be to come and join the Facebook group. We have um, yeah. a community called Podcasting for Business Community. Um, and it's full of people who are starting podcasts, thinking about it or already have a show. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the best place to find me. Or if you are on Clubhouse, I'm Lindsay Gould on there. And um, on Instagram, it's at Lindsay Ann Gould. You can find me there. Brilliant. Well, I wish you all the best with everything that you do. And I look forward to chatting with you again in the future. Thank you so much for having me. It's been my pleasure. You've been listening to An Appetite for Life, sponsored by Daybank House Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you are interested in any of my packages or wish to be a guest on this show, then you can contact me via my social media pages, Karen Kelly Podcasts, or send an email to Kelly at btinternet.com.